0: Coach Horace and I met five years ago, and we were in a pool. Don't ask why. And I remember thinking, I like that guy. You are Locked on Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Yes, welcome on in to Locked on Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, bringing you daily Auburn Tigers content every single day. And uh, as this drops Thursday morning, tonight, the NFL draft will be underway. I don't think we're going to see a whole lot of Auburn action tonight, but possibly tomorrow on Friday. And then also, of course, I think you'll see a lot of it on Saturday. Joining me today, the one and only Michael Pappas. How are you, my friend?
0: I'm doing great, Zach. I am doing great. How are you? I'm happy <laughs> to be back.
1: I mean, this is my, uh, this is like my favorite weekend of the year. I I absolutely love every single aspect of the draft. I think it's incredible. I think it's fun. And you can say what you want about Gus Malzahn, but later in his tenure, he was putting more guys in the NFL than than any other Auburn coach has in the history of, you know, the the program. So I think we're going to see four or five guys get taken this weekend. They'll all be later guys. Maybe Schwartz can kind of surprise some people. Maybe Sherwood can surprise some people. And I guess maybe even Seth can surprise some people. But I think I think they may all be on day three. I asked for some uh, some listener hot takes in the Locked On Auburn Discord. We'll get to those later. But I I I figured you and I could just kind of go player by player, talk about upside, talk about downside, and just kind of you know get ready for the weekend.
0: Yeah, sounds great, Zach. Where do you want to start? Well, uh, you're the guest. Which player do you want to start with? We don't have to go in
1: any particular order. Let's don't go in the order we think they're going to go or anything like that. Just Who do you want to talk about first?
0: Uh, let's talk about Seth Williams. Okay. And this is a guy uh, that,
1: uh, I mean, we we thought he may be a first-rounder going into last season. And boy, that mm-hmm. is not correct.
0: Yeah, so everything that I've seen has him getting picked no earlier than, than round three, uh, but no later than round five. So... Uh, Todd McShay has got him as the number 27 wide receiver. Um, I, I feel like that's probably about right. I think In, in a so. class that's just loaded with wide receiver talent. Right. It's hard for me to, to find something that Seth really, I don't know, I mean, that stands out about him versus a lot of these other guys, which I know sounds bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but, man, there are some really, really good receivers at the top and and even in i don't know the middle section if you will that you know maybe receivers like 8 through 20 are all i mean there's a chance that Rondale Moore is like the eighth receiver off the board and he's a freak
1: yeah there's starting to be trends where like Rondale Moore may not even go in the first round which is crazy to think about like that is absolutely crazy to think about yeah that seems absolutely absurd yeah but that's where we are that is where we are. Yeah, so I I think the interesting thing with Seth, and I mean, I, I really think all three of those main Auburn guys could have a team absolutely love them, and they just want to get them late Friday. Like, it, it would not shock me. It, it would shock me a little bit with Seth more than the other two, but there's going to be a team, I believe, that watches Seth Williams, and they look at him, and they say okay, the scheme was really bad. It was very unfortunate. They didn't use him right. And then there's going to be several teams that look at his tape and say, okay, well, he never got open. And I think a lot of people are going to ask the question, well, why didn't he get open? And I think different teams are going to have different answers to that question. And some will say, well, he's unable to do it. He can't run routes. And I think other people will say, well, the scheme gave him no favors whatsoever and the teams that say that about them are going to have them higher on their boards that it's as simple as that
0: yeah um yeah I don't think as far as getting open I I know scheme you know has a part to play you can obviously um scheme guys open but I mean we've seen we're just talking about Rondo Moore and I mean he played on a Purdue team that beat Ohio State a Ohio State team riddled with first-round picks, especially at defensive back. And, you know, Purdue has one guy who can beat you, Rondell Moore. And sure. I don't want it to make it sound like I'm taking shots at Purdue. I'm not. I'm just – I think Rondell Moore is incredibly impressive. And, you, you I mean, guys that are that talented get open.
1: You remember that time we played Purdue in a bowl game?
0: Yeah. I yeah, wish I we did
1: that every year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, all right, yeah. So, Seth – Best of luck. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. He's a day three guy, and we'll um we will see. We will see on that. All right. Let me throw out a guy. Um, I get. Well, let's just do the receivers. I'll go with a uh, Schwartz. And Schwartz is a dude. If I had to pick who gets drafted first of the Auburn guys, is Schwartz for me.
0: And yeah, I I completely agree. Yeah, McShay's got him as the number eleven wide receiver. Wow, that's pretty hot. You know, when we're talking about guys, you know, what do they do better than other other receivers in the draft? Run straight. It's speed. Yeah. And, and you know, you you can teach guys a lot of things. I, I think there's a movie, uh, the movie where Martin Lawrence is the, uh, the, he's the, like, disgraced basketball coach. And he goes to coach, like, a bunch of middle schoolers. And they get the kid who's like six feet tall at 12 years old and everyone is terrified of him. And he's like, you can't teach tall, right? You can teach guys to do a lot of things, but is that Hoosiers, you, you, what
1: was that? Hoosiers? I've never seen Hoosiers. No, that's not
0: Hoosiers. Okay. I'm sorry.
1: That's made a lot of people really mad.
0: Yeah, no, it's, that was just, that was one of the more ridiculous things I've ever heard. <laughs> um, I'm just, I'm going to move on. I don't want to talk about that <laughs> okay. anymore, but you can't teach Even the dog to made a up. sound. You can't teach a guy to run a f- sub four three forty. Correct. But Anthony Schwartz does that, and you know, you, McShay and and Kuiper have him going r- in round two to the Browns. That would be pretty fun. But as a Browns uh, fan,
1: would you be okay with that?
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, sorry. It's dog, fine. That's but, okay. Uh, other drafts have him going as late as number one fifty nine overall in round five. Okay.
1: Yeah. I mean, and he may get taken in the fifth round and he still may be the first Auburn guy. So um yeah, when I used to I used to run a, a draft website and how I always approached evaluations was what does this player do well? What does this guy do well? And the answers to like Seth Williams for those questions, high in the ball, can you know occasionally win fifty fifty balls has a large frame, doesn't shy away from physicality. A lot of receivers in this draft do that, like a lot of them. But Schwartz, what does he do well? He has elite speed, and not a lot of those guys have that. Here is something interesting, Pappas. With no NFL combine, we're all going off of these numbers that we got from pro days. And I'm sure teams are getting guys in and working guys out and, and, you know, doing their own numbers and testing, but all of these schools reporting these numbers, it's like every player ran a 4-4, and that is incorrect. Not all players run a 4-4. There were like 30 4-4s, and like, that is false. Like That is not a correct measurement. And so I, I, I do kind of wonder what kind of impact that will have on Anthony Schwartz because it's like, well, if they actually think that there are 30 dudes running a 4-4, like is the four three is valuable. Like, I don't know. I don't know if it is or not, but that's something I think worth noting.
0: Yeah. I was listening to a, a podcast the other day where a guy said that he's convinced that Ohio state runs a 38 yard, 40 yard. yard dash at their pro days. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know how they do it. Cause the scouts go and measure 40 yards before they like the guy, you know, the scouts that are there, they measure it and make sure, but he's convinced. And yeah, I agree with you. I've always kind of thought that about the 40 yard dash in general. Like how much does that 10th of a second really matter? Um, I, I think the difference, I think the difference is for Anthony Schwartz is that when you watch his tape, I mean, that's the glaring obvious thing, right? I mean, you can think of, you know, there's at least one, two times a game where he's behind defensive backs, even if, you know the passes aren't always perfect. He's there, mm-hmm. and and then there's plenty of other tape of him just like you know being a fast guy.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you watch him, and it's very clear he's the fastest guy on the field. You see other dudes that run a you know a low four four or a high four three, and you turn on their tape, and it's like mm, they may be the fastest guy on the field, but like it's a conversation with Schwartz. It's not a conversation.
0: Papas. Yeah, and I'll ahead. always come back to that A and M run where. He had you different know, I mean, gear, man. Talk, yeah, we're different talking gear. about SEC defensive backs that probably also run, you know, sub four fives, yep. and he's pulling away from them in the open field. Like as they're running, they're they're getting further away.
1: Pappas, do you know what else is fast?
0: A lot of things.
1: Cars. Oh, trucks. Yeah, cars are fast. SUVs. Do you know? Um, do you know the best place to order parts for your car, truck, or SUV?
0: Uh, Yeah, I do know that one. Uh,
1: RockAuto.com. Yeah, RockAuto.com. Yeah, they're a family business. They've been serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Look, I know nothing about cars, but RockAuto.com, their interface, super user-friendly, so don't be intimidated by all this. They make it very easy to understand. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so go check. Excuse me. Wow, so go check it out, rockauto.com. See all the parts available for your car, truck, or SUV, right? Locked on Auburn, and they're uh, how you hear about us box, so they know that, they, uh, that we sent you. I'm getting all choked up. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. That's at rockauto.com. Pappas, moving forward, who's the next, uh, who, who's another Auburn player you would want to talk about in this NFL draft?
0: Well, you said you wanted to do the receivers first. Okay. Do you want to talk about let's do Eli. Kitchen yeah. appliance?
1: the kitchen appliance. Yes, absolutely. Friend of the program.
0: Um, unfortunately, I don't think that it's going to be a. Uh, I don't think he gets a, a taken. draft where he gets to hear his name called. Yeah. Um, maybe very late, but uh, I do think he'll definitely be an, an an undrafted free agent and get a shot at that slot wide receiver position that you know has grown in the NFL leaps and bounds in the last couple of years.
1: There's just so many guys that have come on and, you know, maybe got key, you know, a lot of playing time as a freshman and then their position evolved and, you know, they were a starter for several years for a program. But there's a lot of those dudes that did that without having multiple knee injuries and you hate it. Because Eli is such a good dude. He's such a great teammate. And he did so much for the Auburn University football program. And I think that's kind of where his career caps off at. And I really, really hate it for him.
0: Yeah, and with that experience, you never know. He could be able to find a a special teams role somewhere. But kind of what we were saying earlier, the size just really hurts you there. Right.
1: Um, All right. uh, Jamie and Sherwood is super interesting. Pro football focus compared him to Cam Chancellor. Of course, that would be a guy that a lot of people would want. The interesting thing is, like, I think early on in his career, and I think he can develop, but I think early on in his career, he's going to be asked to be a box safety because I don't think he's the greatest dude in coverage. I think he's really good in the box. I think he's better um, close to the line of scrimmage. And the farther you get downfield, the more, you know, I get a little uncomfortable with him in pass coverage. But I think if he goes to a team that's willing to use him for his strengths early on and develop him as a safety, I think he'd be a really good player in the NFL. It's just going to be interesting to see the team that takes him, because I'm pretty confident he will get drafted this weekend. I'm interested to see who exactly takes him and, and what they do with him, because he's extremely versatile.
0: Yeah, CBS Sports Zach has him uh, round four, number one thirty nine overall to the New England Patriots. I would love that.
1: Our box safety just retired, Pat Chung, so that would be uh, that would be awesome. That would be uh, really really nice.
0: He's another guy who I think, like you were saying, that box safety kind of hybrid linebacker role um, has grown a ton. I mean, we just saw the Cardinals take the guy from Clemson that in the top Isaiah five Simmons, picks, yeah. <laughs> Um, that was like his whole position was box. Well, so,
1: but I mean, he also could play defensive end and outside linebacker and safety and middle linebacker and a little different.
0: Yeah. But I mean, like when you look at size compared, I mean, he's, his position is, is box safety. They just line him up in a bunch of different places yeah. and, and let him do a bunch of different stuff, especially at Clemson. It was just, and for Sherwood, I mean the the combination of of size and athleticism that he has is not one that is that a, that a ton of people have, especially at his position. I mean, I was saying in the fall that I didn't know why they didn't have him play linebacker and Papo play safety, mm-hmm. just because Sherwood is what is, he's like six two two thirty, right? And, and he's a big I mean, dude. That's that's almost the size of an NFL linebacker.
1: Yeah, I mean, he weighs more than than a lot of the linebackers do. A lot of these linebackers are under 230 now because they need to move so far in this passing league. So, yeah, I, I think Sherwood may go higher than what he's kind of being slotted at. Um, All right, who who should we do next? Uh, K.J. Britt. K.J. Britt may not get drafted. Uh, I think he's a mid-to-late day-three guy, and I would not be shocked if, if he did not hear his name called. I think he will. I think he will because I think he's going to be a guy that a team wants in, in their locker room. And also, there's going to be franchises that really put more stock into what happens senior bowl week down in Mobile than others because he was a major talking point among you know the, the NFL draft community was, uh, was how good K.J. Britt looked in pass coverage. And that's kind of his, his big weakness at Auburn was how good was he in pass coverage. But if he worked on that in the offseason going into the senior bowl and going into Mobile, it clearly showed um, there's still going to be teams that are kind of eh on him because of his height, but if he can prove to a team that he has what it takes and can put it all together, I I, I think he's a day three pick. If he didn't do that in the interviews, then obviously I, I I don't think he hears his name called.
0: Yeah, where Britt would have excelled is is in interviews, meeting with teams, showing his his right. football IQ. Um, I mean we've compared him to uh, Deshaun Davis through his whole career and. Um, I mean, I think he's in a similar situation where he's just hindered by his height.
1: What round did Deshaun Davis get drafted? Fourth or fifth?
0: Oh, I thought it was later than that.
1: It may have been. The Bengals took him, right? Let's look.
0: They either took him or he got signed as an undrafted free agent. Six. To be honest, I don't remember. Six pick, two ten overall. Okay. So okay, there you go, there you go.
1: Um, yeah, I think I tell Brett. No. Okay. Uh, Christian Tutt, I don't think it's drafted. Uh, I'm even curious to see if he gets picked up. His whole decision was very odd. Very, very odd. Very, very strange. Um, So that's an interesting one. And then I guess the last guy, Jordan Peters, uh, was talking with Lindsey Crosby on Auburn Oblaga this morning yesterday. And he's like, hey, I think he gets taken in the seventh round just for special teams purposes. And I'm like, dude, I hope you're right. I really, really hope you're right. Because that'd be a really cool story for him.
0: Yeah. I agree of the with you. He is on Todd McShay's big board. He's the number 26 safety and the number 282 overall prospect. But like you were saying, Zach, with these guys that are probably day three picks is it just takes one team Correct. to fall in love with you. You're absolutely Not right. Not fall in love with you. One team to give you a shot. Yep. You're and absolutely right. A guy like Jordan Peters who... Um, I mean, excelled, to say the least, on special teams, um, that is a role that can keep you in the NFL for, for quite a long time.
1: Yeah, if you can block one punt a year, that is worth a seventh-round pick and a roster spot, for sure. All right, we got some bold predictions coming up right here on Locked On Auburn. BetOnline.ag is the best, fastest, quickest, most efficient way to place all of your online sports Wagers, obviously with the NFL draft, there are a ton, a ton of props to, to bet on. And also, the Kentucky Derby is back as the first leg of the Triple Crown begins this weekend. Pap, is you betting on the ponies?
0: I cannot say I am. I uh, try to bet responsibly.
1: Okay, I I, I don't I get know that. anything about ponies. I get that. Uh, I don't either. I don't either. But it's still fun. It doesn't stop me. It doesn't stop me. BetOnline.ag. Head over to their website right now. And, uh, yeah, sign up for a free account. And when you make that first deposit, use promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to get that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, you are online sportsbook experts. All right, Pap, moving on. All right, we uh, we got some listener. We got to everybody, didn't we? Yes. I think so. Okay. Yell at us if we didn't. All right, so in the, in the Locked on Auburn Discord, I said, guys, shoot me your Auburn in the NFL draft hot takes or bold predictions. So I'm going to read the take, and I want you to tell me how spicy it is from 1 to 10. 10 is on fire, okay? Okay. San Andreas says, Anthony Schwartz is taken before Seth Williams, and he's taken in the second round.
0: Uh, the first half is a zero, and yeah. I, the second half, like a five,
1: Okay, yeah, that's fine. Um, B. Dot says, K.J. Britt getting injured this past year keeps him from getting drafted. His path is as a free agent. I don't know if it'll happen, and I'm hoping it doesn't, but it wouldn't shock me.
0: Uh, yeah, that's two. That's pretty low. That's pretty cold. I mean, that's sorry, cool take. I don't, we're, we're not very spicy right now, guys.
1: Um, Auburn Banker, Lindsay uh, says, mine is that Jordan Peters is a seventh rounder. Someone's going to fall in love with his special teams ability.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's what what we just said. I mean, I'll put that at a five, also. All right, I
1: am Jamie C. says Christian Tut doesn't get drafted. Zero guys, y'all don't know what hot takes are. Um, all right, Bind says this one's better. Sure, would be an all-pro player by year three, and will have the best career of all as a box safety. Uh,
0: yeah, I'll, I'll put that at like a seven. I think that's. All I mean, pro three years spicy. in the league. That's pretty spicy. That That's pretty spicy. The back half, I think, kind of takes off of it. I mean, the, yeah. the best career of anyone in this draft class, I don't think is, um, I hate to say, I don't think that's a, a massive accomplishment. Um, assuming by this draft class, you mean the Auburn players. Right, sure.
1: Tyler says Packers trade up to the top half of the draft to take a wide receiver. Okay. Auburn ones, guys. Auburn ones. Um, well...
0: It could be to take Anthony Schwartz. I mean, Anthony Schwartz playing the first with
1: sixteen picks.
0: Aaron Rodgers.
1: Yeah, no, that'd be great. That'd be great. Um, Caveman Wait, life coach,
0: 16? what's I'm up? He said in the first. He said the first sixteen picks.
1: He said the first half of the draft. I guess that could mean yeah. just the whole, but the Packers pick in the first half of the draft, so you don't have to trade up then. So I guess he means the first round. I don't know. Uh, Caveman life coach says I agree with Flash going before Seth, and then he goes in round two. Um, all right. Tyler says, Mac Jones doesn't start a game this year. That'd be funny.
0: I don't think that's that hot of a take. Um, I mean, if, supposedly now he's getting picked by the 49ers and it wouldn't shock me if they just rode with Jimmy G for this season.
1: Okay. Henry says, here's one carry on. Johnson isn't in Detroit by the end of Saturday. Ooh,
0: that's, that's, that's the best one so far. Is he in Detroit now? Yes. Really? He doesn't, he lives in Detroit.
1: I don't know. I think he's saying that the lines are going to move him.
0: For what?
1: I guess a draft pick. I don't know.
0: (laughs) Well, I hope for his sake that he does. (laughs)
1: Me too. Me too. You got a score for that one?
0: Uh, like an eight.
1: Okay, you like that I don't one. think
0: we see a lot of player player trades in the NFL. Oh, here's most- one.
1: Here's one. Ricky says, I have Seth as a late day three, six, or seventh round pick. Think Eli Stove could get drafted before him.
0: Oof, that's, that's like an eight. That's that, 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 that's, that's a, spicy. That's, that's up there. Yeah. Mainly for the second part.
1: Um, T-Pain says... Fine says we can't fit around and have fun with all the bold predictions. I'll say Steelers take Britt on the last day, and he goes on to have a great career. All right, that's fine. That's I'll fine. I'll give
0: that a seven also.
1: Oh, here it is. AJ says Seth Williams will be a better receiver than Devonta Smith and Jalen Waddle.
0: Yeah, that's like a 14. <laughs> that that's almost serious. too
1: much where it's like that's not serious. Like
0: <laughs> That can't be real. He can't actually believe that.
1: Um, Seth and Anthony both have better careers than K. Tony. Locked on Titans. Let's talk about drafting Tony. And I just laughed and thought I'd rather have either of our guys than Tony.
0: I don't know, man. Tony's kind of a Tony's a freak. I'm gonna give that like a seven. Also, um, I I think he's another case that he just like he was just not used very well at all at Florida. Yeah. All right. So some of those are good.
1: Some of those are just like pretty mild. But, hey, I like mild wings. Mild wings taste great. Best best wings in Auburn. Go.
0: Oh, man. Best wings in Auburn? Um, I don't think I have a great answer for you. Uh, I like wild wings a lot. I like wings, et cetera, a lot. I don't like
1: wings, et cetera, that much.
0: Okay. Well, you know what? But I asked you, so that's fine. What do you think the best? I like Willie's, although you have to get like $50,000. they are just
1: small, but the flavor's there for sure. Mm-hmm. And if you know that going into it, you just get more wings. It's not a big deal. They're not super expensive or anything. I like um, I like Wild Wing Cafe a good bit. And I like, uh, I like the wings from Charlie's Family Kitchen. It used to be Louie's, but they changed the name of it. Mm. But uh, the one over by the Publix,
0: that's very good. I love those. All right, that it. Yeah, I don't have anything else. Do you have anything else? <laughs> no. Where can people find you, buddy? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at CouchPapTato. Okay. Ooh, we ran out of gas.
1: That's okay. That's okay. Third Friday tomorrow. Be sure to join us. Follow me on Twitter at Z Black. Follow show on Twitter at LockedOnAuburn and on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. Like I said, we'll be back tomorrow right here on Locked On Auburn.